0: Welcome to the PT Graduate Podcast. I'm Rich Ellis, and I interview people from the health and fitness industry to find out more about their role, get some inspiration, motivation, and also have an understanding of how to get into this industry, but not only get in, but stay in and flourish in this amazing industry. Let's get on with the show. And here we are again. Welcome back to the PT Graduate Podcast. My guest today. Now, I'm hopefully I'll get this surname right, Rick. Rick... Uh, Good to wits yeah
1: pretty good of
0: yeah, good to, good to it okay okay close I should have practiced that really before I hit record but anyway <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is anyway good to, good to meet you and um, make contact and um, and have you on the podcast really appreciate your time today so thank you for coming on
1: thank you for having me
0: oh, that's great. So um, I've done a little bit of homework. Now, I imagine there's going to be some some gaps and that you can fill in for me. So you're, you're a relative newcomer to the, the fitness industry, but it's something that sort of uh, does it feel like it's been a bit of a calling for you, having mm. grown, up, grown born and bred where, where you are now in, in Queenstown, in the beautiful south?
1: Yeah, so I got my qualification back in 2016, Okay. When I was working in the film industry, oh. um, it was a bit of a slow period during during that time, and I decided mm. to make use of my time um, and upskill myself, mm. um, and didn't get to use my qualification until I moved down um, to Queenstown, which was in two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. But previous to all of that, I grew up in um, this incredible location where um, outdoor activities and um, all of the, uh, the, sp- the sport and all of the accessibility to movement and those opportunities that came with it came very mm. natural to me, um, especially mm. in my childhood. Yeah. So um, all I needed was a bit of a push, uh, a bit of a comparison to realise where I was heading in the film industry wasn't true to who I was. Right, okay okay yeah yeah so I decided to to um decided to make a change in my life that was going to help people help themselves Hmm. Uh, there there was a turning point for me in the film industry where I realized that it just didn't sit right with what I was doing and where I was going and I just wanted to be able to help people and um uplift people it yeah. was a very natural calling for me so yeah yeah moved down here in 2019 and um got got a, a personal training role at the gym at the QEC Queenstown Event Center oh yeah okay yeah and um I started developing my own style of um training which mm. evolved around more of a holistic approach
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the things that I uh, stumbled across when I was doing a little bit of digging. And uh, I guess that, that kind of aligns with my my approach as well. And I'm keen to keen to explore that a little bit because, um, you know, it's, it's something I'm very interested in and uh, love to hear your take on that and, and what you've done and how that's evolved for you uh, working in that facility. Is it are you exclusively there with clients? or do you see clients
1: elsewhere as well? So I've literally just made the shift today to um work uh, do more outside um trainings mm. um which is more involved with nature right. where previous today I was more um isolated to the gym um and I found with these current unfolding events um of this pandemic yeah that um we needed to have well my clients needed to have more connection with nature because it has such a healing um mm. attribute to it yeah um but uh yeah I, so i'm only contracted to that gym yeah. um yeah. and and yeah and i'm now making that transition um with a bit more diversity with location gotcha gotcha so so what does that mean exactly are you going to be um
0: working obviously with clients outdoors but does that mean sort of uh, a gym style session that involves equipment that you take out with you or you're using nature to create the session or Mm -hmm. how how does that come
1: together good question um we've got some uh old equipment lying around the farm here which With um, me and um, my business partner has jimmied up, yeah. Um, and we've got battle ropes, we've got um, chopped logs, ah. we've got boxes. So it's, it's using a lot of the natural um, uh, equipment lying around that's useful. Um, yeah. So you know things like um, big old tractor tires we used to have here on the farm and sledgehammers. Um, um, cool. Yeah, just yeah. You know, Being creative with what we have um, Mm. available to us. Um, Mm. But the plan is down the track is to be able to have our own outdoor um, playground for adults.
0: Awesome. Uh, That sounds a bit of me. (laughs) Sounds sounds like a bit of fun. That does. You know, what sort of came into my head as you were describing all that stuff was when you've seen those, um, you may have seen those, those outdoor gyms at fancy hotels, but they use like flintstone equipment you know it's like Mm. it's got rounds that are the the plates and dumbbells that are made out of you know chunks of wood and it it looks like fitness equipment but it's made out of wood and and you know natural resources and and it's fully fully kitted out but
1: Mm. it's
0: not made of the stuff you'd find indoors it's like oh
1: yeah yeah i guess that was one of the one of the inspirations was that when when we're in a gym at at feels very um robotic with a lot of the machines that are available and i guess i wanted to move my clients away from that linear way of working and actually getting them moving more functionally with um equipment that they might be familiar with
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah that's right i mean uh,
0: a lot of the stuff in the gym can be quite an intimidating um a thing to approach if you're not that familiar Mm. Uh, whereas, as you say, using the natural resources around you is far more familiar to the general public, so um, could make that tra- transition easier.
1: Yeah, yes, mm. and far more mm. functional as well. Mm. Mm. I guess our bodies are meant to work in all sorts of different directions, so if we can replicate yes. that outside, then that's that's the way to do it. That yeah, I see you, you've
0: you've got that um, focus on uh, the myofascial system and obviously that relates to that multi-directional um piece is that something that you've done some additional study or something you've sort of just worked on yourself and schooled up on how
1: how has that come about nice yeah so i my first introduction introduction to um connective tissue and fascia in the world um that's involved with it um, was first introduced to me by a guy named ian o'dwyer which many might oh yeah familiar yeah. with yeah i did his um level one immersion course which was three days in christchurch okay that, that sparked my interest mm. that um, started my journey and my passion for looking a little bit deeper um mm. surface level mm. and when i started looking i realized that I actually don't know anything. <laughs> it's quite scary, isn't it? <laughs> the more you look, the less you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, and it's really got me thinking more intuitively about how we work with our fascia. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other um, education trainings I had was through a lady called Beth Beauchamp. And she runs myofascial courses for um, manual therapy. So not only did I get the trainings for tools, mm. such as foam rollers and balls, but also with hands-on experience um, through Beth and her courses. Okay. okay, I highly recommend. Mm. I've just scribbled her name down. Thank you. Mm. So from all of all of these courses it's inspired me to work on my own practices and this is where probably the most most depth of my learning has come from Mm. is from my routines that I have applied um, with my trainings and with my lifestyle yeah Um, and I think the biggest thing that has come out of all of these learnings has all been about body awareness Mm. Mm. it's um yeah and how in tune you can be with your body um yeah 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 i know i i know what you mean i um
0: when you learn that stuff some of that stuff and you start to feel a niggle you kind of go that's new you know that that awareness is already there whereas before that may not have been the case and then your brain starts to go okay What's causing that? Where should I go next? You know, and you, you start trying to unravel it so you can fix yourself and go, but where's the root cause? Why is that that pelvis feeling different on the right to the left?
1: Mm. And
0: um, it's fascinating, isn't it? Because, you know, if you're n equals one working on your own body like that, that's, you know, that you're halfway there for helping your clients, especially if they have the same thing. Um, not necessarily going to be the same root cause, but it's just, it kind of gets the brain thinking in a certain way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I find that we we learn more by doing rather than theory. So by applying it to yourself, you have these foundations that you can um, work from to uh, navigate your clients' journeys with their niggles. Hmm. Um, as you said, you know, n- not everyone's the same. And so if you get them intrigued with with where they can take their myofascial engagement um principles, then um that's the best thing you can do is just start yeah. the process.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's brilliant. That's good. I've got a couple
0: of nice references there for myself, but also for, for people listening that may not know as much about myofascial system as as you do then um they can start digging Mm. what um what are the other aspects of the the holistic approach that you look at rick in terms of your your practice and things that you've either sort of you're chipping away at or things
1: you've already learned that sort of you know fill in that that holistic approach Mm. good question um there's two things that come to mind um One would be my own own practices revolved around meditation. Okay. So for me, this has helped me um, become more conscious of who I am and my authentic self, and then therefore has a ripple effect onto my clients. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... I've started to learn the power of subtlety through this, these practices, and that it doesn't have to be go, 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 let's bash, bash up yeah. muscles, body yeah. into the ground. Um, because what I'm seeing is that a lot of issues stem from um, the mental health side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, because we know we can't separate the physical health from the mental health, so they're directly related. Yep. Um, and a lot of the time, we are uh, our behaviours are influenced from our programming um, that we receive um, from when we're younger. Yeah. So what I've learned through my meditation practices is to slow down, is to breathe, and feel and mm-hmm. listen. And when we start to be able to give ourselves those those simple cues, we start to, we start talking to ourselves in a way that we wouldn't normally talk to. So a lot of, um, for example, self-compassion, mm. you start tuning in, you realize, oh man, my um, my breathing isn't happy which is obviously you know affecting my nervous system Mm. maybe i should just sit with my my breathing and actually just give it a little bit of attention like it hasn't before so there's examples like that that have really helped me from my meditation help my clients because if i can give them the tools to be self-sufficient then they don't have to rely on external practitioners to empower their own lives yeah yeah kind of yeah they can do it for themselves yeah they can do it for themselves and i yeah. think that's what we really need these days is, mm. is people looking after themselves and not mm. relying on other people or mm. Mm. i like that that ties back into what you were talking
0: about about you know being out in nature and uh, allowing them to to benefit from the the, the healing powers of of, of nature which once they realize that and notice it and feel the difference, they can do it anytime they like. Then, you know, those two
1: things marry together nicely. 100%. Yeah. Mm, mm. And, the, and the second point that comes mm. to mind as well from that holistic approach um, is hot-cold therapies ah. that I've been getting into quite a bit recently. Okay. Um, so we've got a portable sauna here down on the down on the farm, which we've mm. used for various events, um, more for community. Community projects, but um, the main uh, the main uh, principle of what we do here is hot, cold, rest. And okay. not only there are a huge amount of benefits to the hot therapy um, with being in a sauna, um, sitting around roughly eighty-five, even ninety degrees. Um, there's a huge amount of benefit for that, but also the cold water as well. Um, there's just endless amounts of studies and Mm. um, benefits to that Mm. so that's been a huge uh, a huge aspect for me um, personally and for um, a bunch of my clients as well because it's actually helped them wake up in terms of the fact that um when you put your body into extremes, into challenge, then we find that growth stems from challenge. Mm. And so, when you're pushing your mental and physical resilience, and the heat and in the cold, then you come out the other side a stronger person.
0: Okay, interesting. Yeah,
1: what what are the
0: community events that you re- referred to a second ago? What 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 have you been using the sauna for with people, with with groups, or, or-
1: so not only do I um, uh, work for myself as a personal trainer, but I have partnered up with a, um, another um, uh, wellness coach here in Queenstown. Um, and we've come together with a concept called WellSpace. Mm-hmm. And WellSpace is a concept where it's based around uh, community connection, mm. um, focusing on connection with yourself, connection with other people and then connection with nature. So everything that I'm doing is actually tying itself, marrying itself really nicely together. Mm. Mm. Um, and, and so all we do with WellSpace is we hold a container for people to be able to explore these three different concepts. Okay. Connection with themselves, connection with other people, connection with nature. Mm. And it's as simple as that. It's And we've found it to be... Um, super effective in helping people with their mental health incredibly incredibly effective and we've yeah so really uh really passionate about this project that we're doing Mm. Mm. Um, and we we actually believe that this is um uh, this is a parallel structure that we're creating from the traditional uh from the traditional world Mm. that uh that is going to be sustainable for the future and um that's really exciting to be able to be a part of to be a part of that
0: yeah 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 that is
1: exciting um so so do
0: those events sort of do you hold them sort of um, on a regular basis or was it, you know, you set up a date and then you just see if enough people are interested. How, how does it roll?
1: Yeah. Good question. Um, sorry, I'll just get out the light here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, before lockdown, we had um, tickets available on a for the, the, the public to be able to just jump on yeah. and be a part of, mm. and we were building a really cool tribe um, with these people that were coming along because, awesome. uh, it, your vibe makes the tribe and your tribe makes the vibe and so we were getting a lot of cool like-minded people from the community we'd never met before come in yeah and we were holding um two time slots two two groups of 20 that come in um 10 people would jump in the sauna and then go go cold plunge and then yep. the other 10 would cycle through and just be continuous okay. and then that would last for three hours where they had oh. free range of the form of the cold plunge and the um the chill space that we have which is a marquee setup um with um cushions and heater and um a changing space so it was very comfortable yeah and then the other group would come in after um that 20 the, the first Um, 20 people were finished and we were having 40 people rolling through and would be doing that um, once or twice a week. Wow, great. Yeah, and we're making it quite affordable, um, Hmm. $20, $25 um, donation. Um, um, So, yeah, we're really happy with how that was rolling before the lockdown. Right, yeah. (laughs) And so now things have had to change and we've had to uh, obviously... um, Uh, work around the guidelines that are currently uh, restricting us from doing the public um, uh, attendance yeah yeah
0: yeah tricky tricky smaller smaller tribes (laughs) smaller smaller tribes I suppose so you could still do it but just restrict the numbers would that be sufficient
1: yeah, So, so what we're doing is we're actually, because we've made such an awesome community of friends, um, we're mm. now doing it as a private uh, social ah. gathering. And okay. so that's, that's led us work around a lot of these restrictions. Right. Okay. 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 Brilliant. Do you see this being, it sounds like this could become
0: something quite big, potentially, you know, something you could roll out in a number of locations around the country, potentially, you know, with, as long as they've got those, those key pieces of equipment, that same tribe and vibe could, could could be replicated
1: potentially absolutely 100% yeah 100% yeah. and so we we're currently working on systems where we can actually create um uh create an efficient uh uh community network through um a specific pr- um program called discord don't know if you've mm. heard of it no but it, Gets the whole community in touch with with each other in one in one place, and then the idea from this is to be able to be fully um, decentralized as well down the track, and, and then within uh, within this community, uh, you can start to create a, um, a way of collaborating with one another um, without having to rely on big companies. Yeah, so yeah, it, it puts the puts the power back into the people. Basically, is what we're wanting to do.
0: Brilliant, brilliant.
1: I like it. That sounds very exciting. <laughs> it's uh, it's
0: great to have those sort of projects going. You know, obviously, you've got the the more traditional clients, you know, trying a relationship, but having these communities that, I guess, you know, when people visit those things, you know, that, that's an opportunity for them to get to know you and find out more about you and how you how you work, and and can be a nice little feeder for for the pt business to uh encourage clients to well actually you know this is how i work and etc etc Th- that would that to me sounds like it's a, a win-win you know you're obviously doing it for its own good reasons but there's no reason why you couldn't have a decent amount of uh crossover between the, the
1: businesses mm. it all yeah. feeds each other yeah right both, both, ways. both yeah. ways yeah yeah I like to think of it as a bit of an ecosystem that it all supports one another. Yeah. 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 Very, very cool. Very cool. Um, I was listening to a
0: podcast the other day about, um, you know, hydrotherapy and the the hot, cold thing. And I think the example this guy used was Sweden where the ownership of um, um, oh, forgotten the name of the word, the, um, the hot, gone straight out of my head the sauna okay. sauna, you sauna. Oh, yeah. thank you mind blank um yeah the, the the ownership of saunas and i'm pretty sure it's yeah i think it's that one of those scandinavian countries yeah you know, denmark or sweden sweden i think uh was like 96 97 you know just phenomenally high you know every house that i know 90 odd percent of, of households all had one and he was saying that you know they they're already onto this they've been onto this for a long long time because they have a lot less daylight than many other countries. So the way that they buffer their immune system is by this practice, which obviously you're you're talking about because obviously with our lack of daylight there's less vitamin D, which obviously is a major contributor to immunity. And um and so the rest of the world is slowly playing catch up. Uh, because, you know, there are long periods of time where we don't have enough daylight, sunny uh, hours to, to help boost our immunity. And um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, just, it's fascinating, you know, countries that do get that don't need that. Whereas, you know, countries in, in, in Scandinavia particularly are in a struggle with that, that amount of, of daylight and so have this mechanism which is just normal life
1: to them hmm yeah well especially if you're locked down in an apartment you're definitely not going to get your vitamin d are you yeah yeah not not those doses that you're that you normally should be getting but yeah there are other ways to boost your immune system and Mm. sauna is an incredibly uh beneficial um, practice Mm. because what we see is it's a vasodilator and so um it's basically when you when you jump into these hot extremes, your capillaries and your veins will open up and it starts to flush out um, uh, any uh, buildups that we might find in these areas. And and it actually opens up areas of the body. It normally doesn't open up and we start to flush out um, stagnant toxins and blood that um, are built up in our muscles. Mm -hmm. So it's a very um, detoxifying and cleansing process um, with, sauna not only are we sweating out all the filth out of our Mm. skin Mm. um, and we're also lowering helping increase the um the the flexibility of our fascia as well um uh and uh and yeah it's just so good for the cardiovascular system Mm. so good Mm. yeah i have yet to uh
0: experience it fully I, I have to uh, make a point of, of getting into it I, I interviewed um, uh, a young lady Amy forgotten her surname a few episodes ago and she's very much into the the Wim Hof practice and um, and, and she's in an apartment in in Auckland and you know getting ice up and down the the, uh, the lift and the cost of extra ice you know is, is crazy so she came up with a a solution of you know either nipping out and jumping in the ocean or, or, or you know whatever mm. if she could find an ice bath then she'd do an ice bath but yeah there's there's plenty of pockets around the place now that uh you know people are very much on board with this as a as just as a part of their routine
1: yeah i can definitely um vouch for the benefits of of wim hof or or tummo or um any of those other breathing techniques like that um mm. i do it on a daily every morning um, and right. it's the most invigorating practice. It is uh, an incredible way to naturally wake up um, mm. uh, you from your sleep. Um, I don't believe you need coffee in the morning, you just need some good breath work. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so any, any water source um, is, is good to get yourself into some cold exposure. Um, showering in the mornings, I do, I start with hot, but then I go to cold. And um, I start um, some breathing practices in the cold water. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually there's thousands of different ways that you can do your breathing. Um, there's no right or wrong way to do anything. Yeah. Um, I think that's the cool thing about it is mm-hmm. that you can be quite adventurous and and curious with these practices and and enjoy the practice and without worrying if you're doing it right or wrong. Sure. I think. Yeah. I, I think that's the I think that's the coolest thing about it is it's very it's not strict it's not, it's very free flow and, and you can do whatever mm. you want with practices but I highly highly recommend at least three times a week jumping mm. in cold water um, or any sort of cold water um, immersions. okay and um, and if you can get into the good habit of doing uh, conscious breathing at least once a day
0: mm mm-hmm absolutely fantastic um there must be some great things that you found transferable from previous roles into what you're doing now the things that have kind of stuck with you that have been winners in terms of you know just being being successful i guess you know in this for this podcast helping our audience with things that have successes or or failures that you know prevents other people from making the same the same mistakes is there any sort of anything off the top of your head that you can think well yep that was the that was the that was the, the thing that sort of stuck with you because it worked so well or or vice mm. versa that because it didn't you know any hot tips
1: yeah i i guess one of the biggest ones for me generally speaking is communication and that goes with any relationship that you're in yeah <laughs> Having that communication from the and and setting your values or communicating mm. your values with your clients at the very beginning has been um, extremely beneficial for creating a trustworthy relationship with my clients. Um, if you when I've created trust with my clients, then they're going to be open with um, the direction with everything is going. Mm. Um, and from there, we can actually work together to redirect them onto a path that's going to benefit them more. So for example, if I was training them um, a particular style um, and they were hating it, then they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't come back after a couple of months. Yeah. But if they said, hey, look, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not kind of feeling this or I didn't like this exercise, then I'll talk them through it and I'll say, sweet, we don't have to do that. And so I think having that communication with communication, trust and um, uh, and I guess, I I guess it's sort of that conscious presence aspect Mm. where I, I get my clients to make a commitment to me. And when I see, when I see that commitment, Come through, then. Um, then it's that's when you start to really do the work. Right. That's when you yeah, start, yeah. Yeah. Start yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, as as communication is the biggest one that comes to mind. Mm, um, mm, um mm. and plus, uh, lessons are learned in hindsight. Yeah, lessons are yep. learned in hindsight. You 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 might not be able to see the lesson in the moment, but if you do some reflecting at the end of the night and and think how hey, how did that session go um then you'll start yeah. to kind of feel into the things that you've improved on so mm. reflection yeah Love it. yeah yeah
0: yeah it's just scribbling cool yeah nice that's great rick thank you um any question i haven't asked i i, I used to ask this regularly and i've got out of the habit but any question i didn't ask that i should have done yeah.
1: No, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to get too controversial. Oh, okay. We, okay. we, we, are, we are moving into times that are, are really tough and they're going to be really difficult. Um, and I guess if, if I were to kind of um, finish on a note, it would be to really just support each other and with, with compassion empathy and love it's as simple as that and try and understand where people are coming from Um, things are going to get tougher Um, just with the way things are going there's going to be more uh more divergence Mm -hmm. more separation and I think it's even more important for us to stick together and build community and build connection I really do that's I think that's I, I think connection as our true currency
0: yeah that's beautiful and uh an awesome note to finish on so thank you rick i really appreciate your time today uh didn't even get onto the uh the the pt council and the ambassador stuff but that was the main (laughs) that was the main reason for contacting you because i'm wanting to talk to all the ambassadors because you do such great work for everybody Um, so side note thank you for that as well and um yeah no i really appreciate to everything you've um, shared today, reckon reckon uh, we must plan a version two, I reckon, because I think there's more to come.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's some big plans in the pipeline. So I'd love to update you awesome. with how we're going up there down the track.
0: That would be fantastic. Awesome, thank you, Rick. All right, take care, cheers, bye. Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of The PT Graduate. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a five-star rating and hit the subscribe button and i'd love it for you to share with your friends and colleagues so they can listen too cheers for now